0: Amen. God bless you on today. Pastor Derek Fletcher coming in a little bit later on today. But thank you for tuning in. And today we're going to share part two about launching out into the deep. Glory to God. So scripture context will come from Luke chapter five and then John uh, chapter 21. And so between the first lesson. And uh, this lesson, there have been three years that have passed where pretty much Peter had been with Jesus and he saw signs, wonders, miracles. Um, He was with Jesus when Jesus says, hey, the enemy wishes to sift you as wheat, but I pray for you, Peter. Not only that, but he told Peter, he said, he said thrice, three times you're gonna deny me. And then Peter told him, he said, not so Lord, not so. He said at the cock of the crow three times and 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 Peter remembered that. So that's the, the context of where we're going. We're just gonna do a real quick review over part one. And, and we're just gonna look at the, the scripture, referencing launching now into the deep. And uh, in the previous lesson, there was some at least three key points that we talked about uh, or three key areas <clears throat> right and so in luke uh chapter five and verse four let's pray let's go ahead and pray i know i'm like father we thank you for today we glorify you we lift you up because your word is absolute and because your word is absolute we can depend on you not only can we depend on you, but we can trust you. We can trust you that your word is not going to change. We can trust you that you are our father. We can trust you that you are the God that has the cattle on a thousand hills. You are the big G-O-D God. You are the one that knew us before time. You're not a God that's made by graven images or by hand. And you're you're not a God that, that can uh, uh, become corrupted or tarnished. Uh, as silver and gold someone says amo shahalake bodolena ham azon nikalan ne ando bola kada shah le iminin den nuhulala nibukul sho le hem sahal lahamadola halal hala kebodol shoho father we thank you because you come quickly and when you come you bring your word and and you bring your reward with you for those that diligently seek your face and so we are determined that we are going to diligently seek your face we are going to launch out into the deep places and we're going to hear your voice and we're going to say thank you for the opportunity and for the mind-blowing experience as being servants unto you that every word that hears uh that comes through be heard into the ears and into the heart of your people hallelujah and we thank you and we bless you right now because you are the only God that we need in Jesus name we pray amen and so anyway pastor Derek Fletcher coming to you live on today amen and so we were we were talking about Luke uh chapter 5 and um you know, uh verse four, but there's there's more, but we just overview them from the previous lesson. And so uh, Jesus begins to engage Simon Peter and Simon Peter man he's he's a master fisherman and, and so they had been out all night fishing and couldn't catch anything. And and so uh they were on a lake in, in this context they were on a lake uh uh Genesaret, right? And, and and it was two ships. And because they were out and they were fishing, um, they were cleaning and washing up their nets. They were getting ready for the next day's business to go out again, but they had not caught one single fish. And so Peter, by definition, was the, the foreman, was the owner, was the master fisherman. And I, I will guarantee you that every way that he knew and that he could comprehend, he every every trick, every trade, craft, secret he applied it, and could not catch a single fish. Now, how many of you know that that you could be a master of a particular area? But God wants to use that area. He wants to use that area for the kingdom's sake, and He wants to take that hand and meat of your use, and and to create a smorgasbord, if you will, for those that need it. And so part of it is, you got to hear, know and recognize that it's the Good Shepherd that's speaking to you. And I think, yeah, we talked about that in part one, the Good Shepherd, you need to know, not only that, when you know, and you hear it, you have to understand that it is absolute and that it comes from God in God alone not only that but you got you have to receive of it right in this context in Luke 5 uh <coughs> Peter heard the voice of Jesus he heard the voice of God and he he received it right he, you you know the good shepherd and then you receive it and when you receive it then you act upon it and so we see here that the two ships are there they're cleaning up for the the day right and and jesus was um, ministering the people were pressing on him they wanted to hear more they wanted to hear more and so like i said they were at the lake of Gennesaret, right and so in the preceding lesson uh, um, and what is to come right uh pre post but this is post Uh, we are going to see that they are at the sea of Tiberias. So different, the the waters are much rougher. The waters, you know, the difference between the lake and the sea. Um, In the sea, there's larger waves and the lake is a little bit more calm. And so we're gonna see in John 21, we're gonna see the elevation of Peter. We're gonna see the increased understanding of responsibility, but Jesus still had to go get him Right. And he still had to let him know that he was fisher, that he had made him a fisher of men. Right. And and so not only do you need to hear the voice of God, you need to adhere to it, be obedient and act on it. And ultimately, God wants to use you as meat for his use, the master's use. And that's what the thing was about Peter. Um, Peter was a implementer. He was a action caller, a shot caller, a gangster uh, and ready to move at the ready. And so we'll see in 21, and, and I propose to you that when he had denied Jesus, he was in a position of, of hurt, of self-anguish. And he said, hey, forget about it. I'm going fishing. But you know, Jesus had to come to him and course correct him after three years of sweat, Hard work and labor. So he needed Peter um, to get aligned to the promise of God. How many of you know that God needs you to come into alignment with all of the promises that he have, has for you? He needs your skill set. It's imperative that you engage in the area that God has promised because there's someone that's waiting there was a whole nation and a whole world that needed peter's um, discipline needed peter's approach and his stick to itness and so in the case and and i think yeah we're we're going to skip over to john 21 not yet though and so in 5 and 4 it says now when he had left left speaking when he had left speaking okay he had just presented to the people that were pressing him right and when you're called of god there is a pressing message that must be released and the people will seem like they will be pressing on you to release it amen there will be a demand almost from heaven because the people are in expectation And so Peter witnessed that whole impartation. And at this time, Peter was not yet officially a disciple, amen. But he, everything that Jesus asked him to do, he heard it and he listened and he implemented and took action. And so he says here, he saith unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drudge a a, a heavy bumper harvest increase. And so I want to say something here about that. And then we're going to skip over, well, two more things. There's two more things. And so God is going to take what you have, your experience and all those elements that you've acquired and those innate things that you don't see. And when you get in the position of, yes, he's going to cause a engagement and a a energizing of the sort to increase and grow that skill set and so we know that when he casts the net down on the deep side and god wants you to launch out into the deep he he's not sending you uh to a place he's not sending you to a place where you're not prepared you're more than prepared because you've been exercising those things all of your life. See, Peter was fit and engaged for this very moment to be called out by Jesus Christ, to be called out. And so anyway, they caught so much fish until the other ship had to come. And there was more fish and the boats were so heavy that they were sinking. Your obedience to God is gonna cause the overflow for you. It's gonna be so much so that you're going to have to give it to others. And so that was the point that he proved to Simon, glory to God, Simon Peter. And when he saw that move, he said to himself, he said, man, I'm I'm just a sinner. He bowed and said, I'm a sinner. Glory to God. I don't even understand what just happened. I've been fishing for 20 years and I couldn't catch nothing on this day. And I tried everything that I knew but at your command, I was obedient. And because I was obedient at your command, you poured out a blessing onto me that I did not have room enough to contain it all. You poured out the ultimate blessing of increase that blew my natural mind. It sealed me in the supernatural and it enabled me to be in a position for increase. Glory to God. So Simon, rendered himself because of his obedience. You have to be obedient so that you can launch out. But the place that you're launching out into, you've already tested it. You've already been to the room, looked around and turned back and left out. Well, God wants you to go to the room, look around and then engage. It's like, uh, glory to God, it's like Star Trek and the Enterprise or discovery, engage, hallelujah, the the space coordinates are set, and the command to engage has been given, glory to God, and you've trained for it already, and you've prepped and ready to go, so we can't let any situation that seems to be trivial and seems to be difficult to hold us back, amen, and that's why we're going to get ready and go into 21. I'm gonna share this one last thing and then we're gonna to go to John 21. Amen. And after these things had happened, and I don't have the the, the the scripture quote here uh within the context of eight. Amen. And when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down Jesus to Jesus' knees, right? Saying, Depart from me, for I am a man of sin, I am a sinful man, oh Lord, right? And, and then Jesus told him further down, glory to God. He said, He said, you haven't seen nothing, Peter, yet. He said, follow me and I'll, I will make you fishers of men. Get with me and remain obedient. And I'm gonna show you some things that you've never seen before. I am going to wrap you up in a spot glory to God, that you will be meet for the master's use. And so from that point, glory to God, amen, we'll go ahead and get into John 21. From that point, he dropped his boat, amen. I'm going to say he hired some other people to work that for him, and he got a commission on it because it's his boat and his equipment uh, relative to what was needed. And so he got a portion of that money Amen. And, and hired a crew to work for him. How many of you know that, that when you obey and serve God, he'll make your name great. When you line up with him, you'll spend your days and pleasure. Glory to God. And, and in the context of happiness that God has for you. Now in 21, glory to God. Let's go ahead and get to that. And let's tell the story. Hallelujah. Now, three years had passed, glory to God. And and Peter was with Jesus at the Mount of Transfiguration. He was with him. Amen. He saw eyes, blinded eyes be opened. He saw the lame walk, glory to God. And and Jesus even asked him, he said, man, who do people say that I am? And Peter told him, he said, thou art, the Christ, the son of the living God. And he said, he said, Peter, he said, um, glory to God. He said, flesh and blood had not revealed this to you. Additionally, Peter was a part of the three quorum that, that was with, he was part of the inner sanctum, right? Glory to God. When God calls you, he calls you into the intercourse, hallelujah, and he prepares you. And so Jesus prepared him, to take over, even when Judas had done what he'd done, amen, and he went and, and cut off the representative's ear, glory to God, and Jesus mended it back up, and he told him, live by the sword, you're going to die by the sword, amen, but that did not, it relieved Peter of his duty that he needed to leave, but Jesus ultimately told him, he said, man, he said, you're going you're gonna to deny me, and, and so when they grabbed jesus and and put him took him to the courts of you know they took him from from potiphar not potiphar from pontius pilate to the inner courts of the sanhedrin and then back and forth and then pontius pilate says, look man y'all make up your mind what y'all gonna do i'm not killing the innocent man in all of that, Peter was aware or had a cognitive sense of things. But Jesus told him, He said, He said, Listen, and and you know, he'd been with Jesus for three years and he was in him to take over. Right? He said, He said, Look, Peter, he said, You go, you are going to deny me three times. He said, Not so. And so let's let's take a look at this because now Jesus appears. To them, right, in the resurrected form. And and they're now, instead of at the lake, they're at the Sea of Tiberias. Glory to God. The waves are much bigger and the wind is much stronger. And what that represents for Peter, amen, even though he's a master fisherman, he was on a lake here, it represented graduation because it's much more difficult, glory to God. It's much more difficult to navigate the ocean with the waves versus the lake. There's the currents and and, and the, the depth and the heights of those waves are much stronger and the fish are much bigger. Mm-hmm. And the fish taste yummier, I think, out of the ocean. The salt water does something to it. But now we see him. Right. And, and really between you and I, I just felt like Peter saw it this way. He said, Jesus is gone. All right. I was with him for three years. I'm going back to fishing. Right. I'm going back to using my gifts and talents to where I think they need to be. Not so. It's not depending on your left or your right it's not depending on what's in your own mind. It's dependent on your obedience to the things of God. So Jesus had to show up in the resurrected form, amen. And he had uh, breakfast ready for him and, and he uh, began to talk to him. He And this is nighttime in the cover of night. And so he had to get Peter course corrected because I think Peter felt some anguish because he did deny Jesus right? And and then he heard the cock of the crow three times. I think he was full of some things, glory to God. And he just turned and said, you know what? Jesus is dead. I'm going to go fishing. I'm going back to, but Jesus is yet alive. He is resurrected. He finished the work of the cross for you and I. And so it's incumbent upon us that we hear the voice of God and that we obey uh, uh, the good shepherd and, and the sheeps should, the sheep should hear the voice of God. And so let's read this, right? He's, he's, uh, been with Jesus for three years. And so he's increased and he's grown amen man. And now he's, instead of him, this is a point of contact, right? He's no longer at the lake, but he's at a sea glory to God. And these things on 21, John 21, he said, in these things, Jesus, showed himself again to the disciples, amen. They're, they're no longer just fishermen, they're disciples. They, they've been trained, they've been through, have you been through a, a regimen of discipline and being taught and don't let it go by the wayside because you're dealing with some personal things. You're dealing with the fact that you let Jesus down. Peter felt that way. And so at the sea of Tiberias, right? And on this wise showed Himself, So he showed up right there. They're, they're at the point of graduation and of increase o- over a three year period. Amen. They've seen things. Amen. They've seen Jesus wiggle through crowds. They've seen him uh, uh, do a healing miracle for the centurion. They saw him speak to Nicodemus up in the tree about about rebirth and about um, redemption and, and, and being born again. And so here he is. He said, there were Simon Peter and Thomas called uh, Didymus and Nathaniel of Canaan in Galilee and the sons of Zebedee and the two others of the disciples. They were all together and they were all following the lead of Simon Peter. Some of us don't even realize that we have been called with the skill set to lead. Amen, and, and we let our emotions get the best of us and we take our eyes off of the target of what Christ is telling us to do, right? And others are gonna go, others are gonna fall in line. And that's not even the primary uh, area and field of operation that God will have you in, glory to God. They went back to fishing, right? He, I mean, I'm gonna make you fishers of men, Cast cast your net out into the deep, right? I know, you know some things and you know some in part, but I'm gonna tell you and I'm gonna let you know in the fullness of the glory of God. And in my fullness, there is peace. In my fullness, there is content. In my fullness, there is a level of joy that you will not experience nowhere else. Glory to God. And then in three, it says here, it says, Simon Peter said to them, I go a fishing. They say unto him, we also go with thee. Right there, he's a leader among men and and the disciples are gonna follow him. They went forth and entered into a ship immediately. And that night they caught nothing. Here we go again, a point of contact, right? This is the last time that Jesus is going to engage them. The first time when he met them, they didn't catch nothing and they fished all night long. And here they are, whatever it is that you're doing, whatever the time is that you're applying toward your gift. You need the guidance of the living word. You need the guidance of Jesus to mold you everything that that Jesus taught them. He said, everything I show you is not mine, but it's because the father in heaven has shown me these things and greater, greater works will you be able to do. And so Peter needs to get over himself. You need to get over yourself. You need to get over the hurt and anguish that God was right when he said that you was going to betray him or that you were going to deny him. You was at the club last night dancing, shaking your booty and drinking the yak or whatever, you know, Patron. Um, I don't know because I, I don't drink and I don't go to the club. And so you you were there, right? And, and someone says, hey, ain't you, you've been called of God. What you doing in here? And and you denied it and now you're feeling guilty and you you're trying to get back to the old way. Not so. Glory to God. And so let's look at this here. Let's look at it some more here. It says, they went forth and entered into a ship immediately. And the night they caught nothing. They didn't catch anything, man. I mean, come on. You went from the lake to the sea. You went from the lake to the Sea of Tiberias. And and you're going to catch some fish. No, you didn't catch nothing, right? The level of growth and the level of increase within Peter and the disciples, because they were they were disciplined toward the things of God, had increased. And so their level of training demanded a higher level of responsibility. You have a higher level of responsibility that comes with the training that God has issued to you. Right? So He's what are they doing? Right. And so Jesus needs to come and He needs to mid-course correct. Peter and the rest of them. Therefore, that the disciples whom Jesus loved said unto Peter, It is the Lord. So they knew and they recognized him even in the resurrected form. Now, when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he girded his fisherman's coat, tied it tight unto him, for he was naked, and did cast himself into the sea. Glory to God. How many of you know you are naked before God, right? And, and it's going to take some some obedience and hard work. And so so my man was was diving into the sea, um, working and, and trying to get those nets filled and, and trying to do some tricks of the trade. But how many of you know there's a trade that God has? Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Hallelujah. For my yoke is easy and my burdens are light, right? And he's still, he's still trying to fish the same way he was three years ago. Man, you you're not even in the same, you're in salt water, you're not even in a freshwater lake anymore. Right? All the scenarios and all the situations have increased. Your breath and ability and the challenges have increased. And so you can't do the same thing that you were doing. And matter of fact, you can't even manage it on your own. So you need God. You need Him to guide you. You need Him to see the pitfalls. You need Him to see those areas that's beyond you. And, <coughs> and you must trust Him. Glory to God. Let's let's try to get this. Let's keep going. But here, Amen. As soon as they came to land, they saw a fire of coals there, and fish laid thereon and so there was fish and bread jesus prepared for them uh that morning as they went to the shore glory to god bringing of the fish which ye have caught now jesus said and then peter went and drew the net to the land full of great fish and 150 amen 153 amen and for these glory to god there Were so many, yet not the net. Yet was not the net broken, and so Jesus had, of course, corrected them and and He addressed them from the shore. He told them. He said, "Throw your nets," because at the time they had been fishing and couldn't catch nothing, right? And and so they were on the deep end. And Jesus told them. He said, "Throw your net out." onto the shallow end, amen. And that's when they caught the fish, amen, the 153 uh, uh, great fish or different species of fish, glory to God. And so I just wanna remind you, no matter how skillful, no matter how beautiful your mindset is without the wisdom of God, because he explained to them a way to catch fish that was unusual and different from the way that was the norm, you know, experience, glory to God. Throw your nets out onto the other side, the shallow side and all those fish, amen. And all those species of fish, glory to God. So I I want to tell you that God is looking for you. He wants you to extend uh, your arm of gratitude beyond yourself. Amen. He wants you to be a leader, a fundamental leader in his body. You can't do that if you don't obey the voice of God. And so we have here Simon Peter and and they're bringing the fish up and Jesus has prepared a fire. Amen. And, And fish and bread. Amen. So he could fellowship. God wants to fellowship with you and I. He wants to break bread with us and he wants to show us the maximum amount of opportunity that we have in him, not within ourselves, not within the left or the right or within the sphere of the Joneses or what everyone else is saying. He wants to use you as meat for the master's use. And so at this time, he's gonna have to have a conversation with Peter. He's gonna have to ask Peter about three key questions to get him miscourts corrected. Glory to God to get him on the pathway that he needs to be on. Is there a pathway that God has called you to where you need to be on, but you've been ducking and dodging, you've been in your own feelings. Glory to God and God has addressed you to launch out into the deep. Glory to God. This is part two. This is the final call and he needs all hands on deck. And so he's there to influence Peter. He's there to appeal to the leader that is within him to get mid course corrected so he can go on and and lead the church because Jesus had to ascend up into heaven and he had to go so that the comforter would come. He had to go so that Peter could assume the position of leadership and guide the new century of the church. God has a new century thinking that is within you and he needs you to get corrected. He needs you to humble yourself, hallelujah, up under his mighty hand so that you can be meet for the master's use. And then in 16, he said again to him, all right, here um, in 14, amen, we'll say, from 14, glory to God, on down, he begins to engage him in a set of conversations about if he loved him, amen. And and so Jesus is asking him a question about a, a unconditional love. And Peter is answering back, yeah, Lord, I love you, right? And he's getting angry because Jesus asked him three times. He's getting indig- indignant toward him, right? Because he's answering back, Jesus said, do you love me uh, agape style? And and, and and Peter is saying, well, God, I love you from a fraternal standpoint, but if you piss me off, I'm gonna hurt you, right? And so this is what is happening, right? And this is contingent on launching out into the deep. Amen. Uh, in that case, they were on a lake, right? In, in Luke 5 and 14, but now they're in real water, they're in the ocean. And so the the waves are much stronger and the nets have to be much more rigorous or structured. And so Jesus begins to entangle him in a dialogue to get him course corrected. Is there some dialogue that's going on right now? Glory to God, that's right now that you are having with God that he needs to get you corrected and put you in a place. But that's your choice though, glory to God. And so again, let's go through this and look at this. And so here in 14, this is now the third time that Jesus showed himself to his disciples. After that, okay, okay, we're at uh, John 21 and 14. After that, he was risen from the dead. Glory to God. He's in the risen form, going at him. Say, Man, what's up, baby? You gonna do what I tell you? you? do you do you love me? Feed my lamb, glory to God, it says here. And so in 15, he says, And when they had dined, glory to God, God wants to fellowship and, and he wants us to eat with them and dine with them. Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas loveth thou me he said hey man do you love me a god-based style right and and he said unto him yeah lord he said yeah yeah man i love you thou knowest that i love thee glory to god he said unto him he said man he said you better feed my sheep you better launch out into the deep baby i'm gonna need you to feed them sheep which are my sheep glory to god i've invested Time and sweat equity into your skill set. And you out here fishing, man. No, I, I need you to be a fisher of men, not a fisher of just fish, right? And he addresses them again. Like I said, he answers back, right? And it's it's, it's the fraternal star style, you know, uh the brotherly thing, uh, fraternal brother, right? Because if you make me mad, I'm gonna get you back. But yes, so so here he's saying again, right? He's saying he said to him again the second time, right? And you you know Peter man, he's ready to, to pop off, right? He says, Son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He said unto him, Yeah, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. Glory to God. He's like, and he said unto him, feed my sheep. By that time, and the second time, you know, Peter was he was starting to uh, uh kind of get a little attitude on him he's trying to get a little you know said man what's up dude you know I love you so why are you tripping right and then in 17 he says he saith unto him the third time he says simon son of Jonas loveth thou me Peter was grieved by that time he's like look because he said unto him the third time thou lovest thou me and he said unto him, Lord, Thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love Thee. And Jesus said unto him, "Feed my sheep." Glory to God. He's like, look, man. He said, "I,", I he said, he said, uh, he said, I know you're fishing because you was upset, man. You were upset when I said to you, you know, that you was gonna betray me, and you went back to fishing. And 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 I don't know, you was thinking that I wasn't gonna raise up. From the dead and and that now it's time for me to to ascend up But I come by to let you know, Peter I need you to get course corrected I need you to look beyond yourself I need you to look There's a whole nation There's a whole course of believers That need your skill set So please get with me and launch out into the deep The area of launching was familiar to him Because through the, the, the art of discipleship and application. Jesus Christ prepared him for the challenges at hand. You have been prepared by God. You have stayed up. You have prayed up. You have done every action, but now it's time to move in a vein that's outside of the box of your mind and the four walls that you're thinking about. Right? God is less. He's letting them know. He said, man, all right. He said, you leave me. He said, come on. He said, come on, I need you to get with it, Peter. Come on, Peter, I need you to move outside of that box. There's an investment capital within you. He says, verily, verily, I say unto thee. And then this is in 18. He said, when thou was a young, thou girded thyself and walked, whether thou should go. He said, when you was young, when I met you, you did what you wanted to do and and whatever. You slapped them in the mouth when they was uh, being indignant, you had your knife. He said you did all that, right? He said but now, he said he said he said he said you went from the lake and now you're on the sea. You went from where the guppies are to where the sharks are. You you went from where there's hardly no wind and blowing to where there's typhoons and high winds. He said, "Man, he said I need you to graduate. I need you to graduate from childish Areas and pursuits and, and to go into the big time that I need you. I need you to be my bishop because I'm about to leave. I need you to be my leader and my cover. Glory to God. He's He's letting him know. He said, thou shalt stretch forth thy hands and another shall gird thee and call thee whether thou shall goest or wouldst not call thee. Amen. Launch out into the deep. He said, man, you've been prepped. He said, you're no longer a foot soldier. I'm sending you help. I'm sending you people to administer. You're a general now. You are on the top echelon and I need you to take that strategic look. Amen. So I'm, I'm, I am I'm, need you to get mid-course corrected. I need you to put away anger, fear, and, 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 and frustration and anxiety. I need you to get some folks that's gonna help you, you're no longer a foot soldier, glory to God, you've endured the test of time, you've been with me, amen, and Jesus, amen, this spake he uh, uh, signifying by what death he should glorify God, he said by the death, and this is 19 in John 21, 19, he said by death, amen, amen, I, I, I gave up the ghost, by death, amen, it allowed me to go into hell to retrieve the keys from death, hell, and the grave, amen, and so that God will be glorified through it, amen. And when he spoke this, he said unto him, he said, follow me. He said, man, I know this, that, and the other thing, but I'm on it, I will need you to follow me. Then Peter turned about seeing the disciples whom Jesus love following amen this is 20 now which he learned on his breast at supper as he leaned excuse me on his breast at supper and said lord which is he that betrayeth thee glory to god amen so peter seeing him said to jesus lord and what shall this man do? Glory to God. He's he's working through the episode in the area of sin. He's working through the area of, of what he feels is betrayal. Amen. Then they went this saying among the brethren that disciples should not die ye yet jesus said not unto him he shall not die but if i will that he tarry till i come what is that to thee man 24 and okay just read the whole thing and so he's he's prepping him because he's gonna have to ascend up on high right in twenty. 24 says this is the disciple which testify of these things and write these things and we know that his testimony is true glory to god and there are also many other things which jesus did the which if they should be written everyone i suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books. Amen. And so here is the case. Peter had to get over himself because Jesus needed him. He had to get that stinking thinking of sinful betrayal and give it over to God. Yeah, you betrayed, yeah, yeah, you denied him, but Jesus knew that you would. And so you've denied him, you've been in positions where uh, the topic of biblical discussion was happening and you didn't say anything you knew the people that was sharing it and was talking wasn't worth two ounces of sand and sharing some crazy stuff and you just didn't say nothing you're you're accountable for that because God has placed within you an area of discipline. Hallelujah he's placed within you the the keys to influence other and to win friends. You know that God is real. You know that he has called you to live a life as a saved and sanctified individual. So give up and give in and become the disciple, the true disciple that God has called you to be. Glory to God, launch out into the deep. Amen, glory to God that's the word on today um we thank god and so i just want you to remember in order to launch out into the deep don't don't hold sin against yourself recognize the voice of the good shepherd don't go back fishing amen but exercise that gift that god has called you to to be meat for the master's use you're no longer a child hallelujah when you were a child you did as a child but now god has called you to be the head and not the tail he he's called you to be the strategic outlooker and and help is on the way and people are coming to live and and to do all those things but he needs you to steer the ship he needed peter to do all those things relevant so that others can get trained and so the mission of the church would not be denied. So again, launch out into the deep. This is part two. Amen. Just be blessed of the Lord on today. Pastor Derek Fletcher from Yes and Amen. Father, we thank you for today. I, We thank you, Father, for your goodness your mercy, and your grace on today. We thank you that your word is being heard. We thank you that the hearers of your word know that it is you that is speaking through this airway, that's speaking through this mean. And we glorify you and we thank you. And we lift you up, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Be blessed on today. And we thank you for tuning in. Glory to God. man thank god thank god let's go you know what let's let's do some of these